This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer. A free-for-all Friday. You're asking to hear something I don't want to say. But if I do say it, I think you ought to hear it. You got anything on your chest besides your chin, you better get it off. All right, then you asked for it. Yes, we did. So lay it on us. Free-for-all Friday means you set the tone. Sitting in for Libby Snymer, here is Jane Brown. It is an historic day in this pandemic. Did you hear there in Bob's news? 4,200 daily cases in Ontario. We've never had a number that high on any single day during the pandemic so far. And uh, if you were with me yesterday, Dr. Peter Uni, who's scientific director of the Ontario COVID-19 advisory table, said we could expect to see that number go up to 5,500 or 6,000 before it starts to go down because we're effectively, uh, the cases that come out are reflective of two weeks ago. So it's going to be a while before the lockdown and the stay-at-home orders and the increased inoculations start to catch up with the daily COVID cases. Numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. Lauren in Toronto, you get the conversation going. Go ahead. Hi, Lauren. You're on Zoomer Radio. Go ahead. Hi. I have a beef with Premier Ford's visitation rules that it has to be family only. I have a friend in a long-term care home, and she's requested to add me to the list, but they won't because I'm not family. And I've known her since I was 16 years old. That's 55 years. And I follow all the guidelines. I don't go where I'm not supposed to go. And I've had my first shot of the COVID just this week. And I, I think that's a stupid rule. Now, Lauren, is this a rule specific to this individual long-term care facility? Well, the, they told me that it's Doug Ford's rule that family only can visit. I'm I not... could have lied and said I was family. Sure. How would they know? But I don't lie. I, I'm not. I'm not sure that's the case. I think that a caregiver can be designated by the family. So maybe there's an issue around semantics. If you are not officially a caregiver, um, you may not be able to go inside the facility. Aww, you see what I'm saying? Boy. She's so upset that I can't visit. I'm she only sorry. has one niece come. Yes, I, I guess that's it. As long if the family were to designate you as a caregiver, uh, then the situation might change. So maybe it's worth having a conversation with her niece. Okay, thank you very okay. much. Thanks, Lauren. Thanks for calling in. Bye. Bye bye. Now this is free for all Friday, four one six three six zero zero seven forty, toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. This might get the conversation going. It seems to be getting a lot of traction online. Maybe you want to comment. A new Angus Reed survey suggests sixty five percent of Ontario residents think Doug Ford is doing a poor job of handling the pandemic. 
65% of Ontario residents. Are you part of the 35% or the 65%? That, by the way, is not the worst rating for a premier in Canada. That belongs to Jason Kenney in Alberta. 75% of Albertans say that Jason Kenney is doing a poor job of handling the pandemic in the province of Alberta. 416-360-0740. Toll-free 1-866-744-740. Cheryl in Newmarket, you can uh, help us out there with Lauren's uh, comment. Hi, is it Cheryl that you were... Yeah, I'm talking... Hi, Cheryl. Go ahead. Hello, Libby. Yes, um, I am a caregiver for my husband. He's in long-term care in a Newmarket facility, as my son is also a caregiver. But what we were told is that we could change if we wanted someone else to come in to visit him. We put them down as the caregiver for that day. All they have to have is a current COVID test. Okay, very good. That's how it applies to my husband's facility. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so maybe this lady um, could do that. She could have a family put her down to come in, say, on next week one day to be the designated caregiver and in the interim get a COVID test. It has to be current within a week. Thank you so much for providing that information, Cheryl. Okay, Okay. and I hope that helps for her. I hope so, too. That clears it up for a lot of people, I'm sure. It's Jane for Libby. Libby is off this week. Numbers to call 416-360-0740. Toll-free 1-866-744-740. Daniel in Toronto, go ahead. You're up next. Yes, I just want to comment about the vaccine. I booked my appointment uh, last uh, Friday afternoon after listening to Fight Back. I only spent five minutes on the phone. I have my appointment for next Wednesday at 520. Uh, my sister, she lives in the Kingston area. She phoned her health here this morning, and they can take her in uh, uh, Monday afternoon. Oh, fantastic. That's great. And you called the hotline number. Yes, I did. The producer suggested I called that. Five minutes on the phone, and I had my appointment. Oh, great. Well, I really appreciate you calling back to let us know. Yes, I just wanted to appreciate you giving me out the uh, the hotline phone number. Great, Daniel. I'll give it out again right now. Have a nice weekend. It is Thank one. You have a nice weekend. Thank too. you. One eight 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 nine 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 six four eight eight one eight eight eight. Nine 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 six four eight eight. That is the provincial hotline number to book a COVID nineteen vaccine, regardless of which of the thirty four public health units you are in. You will be you will be booked through that number if you don't have online access to book on the online portal, which is Ontario.ca slash book vaccine. Ontario.ca slash book vaccine. I am curious, you know, when when Doug Ford gave those numbers earlier. Earlier this week, it was something like it was close to a million people, 65 plus, had yet to book their first COVID vaccine appointment. Are you one of those people? What are you waiting for? You may have a good reason. Um, but it is interesting because it has been open certainly to the 80 plus group since, well, pretty much for a month now. So why are some people not getting their vaccines? Let's go to Pat in Toronto. Pat, go ahead. Um, I wish we would stop beating up the Canadian politicians. This is not their fault. This problem lies at the root cause with Mr. Trump. Obama had a playbook as how to deal with a pandemic. Trump threw it out because he knew so much, Hmm. and 
Canada has done very well. I mean, our death rate is less than half on a percentage basis of what it is in the U.S. Our problem has been having access to the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that needs to be fixed by having free trade. I don't think we can start building our own system to provide vaccine. But, um, I mean, we, we stop beating up the Canadian politicians. They have tried hard. The problem le- lies with Mr. Trump for being so dumb. Okay, thank you, Pat. You're responding to the Angus Reid survey on the premiers, I guess, right? Right, exactly. Okay, thanks for your call. Uh, Maybe you have a similar uh, feeling as Pat. I know here in Ontario, uh, people are concerned that uh, Premier Ford, in some cases, has been too reactive. He has not been proactive enough. Uh, Certainly this week, that changed in terms of his plan to get more people vaccinated and younger people who are essential workers and and living in high-risk neighborhoods. So he certainly does seem to be making an attempt to get things back on track. The thing is, we uh, are down a path where these variants are starting to get out of control. The fact that there were 3,300 COVID cases yesterday and today 4,200 and concerns that that number could go up substantially before it starts to go down and we see the results of more vaccines and the stay-at-home order. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Kelly in Toronto, go ahead. Uh, Yes, thank you. I just want to encourage everyone to not be hesitant to to get the AstraZeneca version of the COVID-19 vaccine. I did mine about a month ago, and other than having a little bit of muscle pain for a few days after the vaccination at the vaccine site, I've had no symptoms whatsoever. So if somebody's hesitant and wondering about these blood clot issues, I'm not saying they should be dismissed. But certainly, I've had no adverse effects. Yeah, same, quickly, same with me, Kelly. I got my AstraZeneca shot on Sunday, and I was just feeling my arms to see if I could steal. I, I can't really feel uh, where the shot was, but I was a little tender in my arm the next day. But that was the only side effect for me as well. Yeah, and quickly, my sincere sympathy to the entire royal family for their loss with uh, Prince Philip. So that's my comment. Okay, Kelly, thank you for calling. Okay, then. Bye-bye. Certainly, if you do want to talk about Prince Philip, if you if did you ever have the opportunity to see him in person? Uh, I did as a child. I was telling Sam this morning on the morning Zoom that uh, when I was I would have been about eight or nine and we were living in Kentville, Nova Scotia, and the Queen and Prince Philip were coming to our little town uh, to speak that I remember there was a great big stage and I, I I'm pretty sure everybody in the town came out to this park and uh, I was telling Sam and those of you who are listening that when the motorcade went by and Prince Philip waved at the crowd my mom said to me oh Prince Philip looked at me when he waved you know everybody uh, thought Prince Philip was quite a handsome dude back in the day and I mean even until recently, up until he stopped his royal duties, and even when he was at Harry and Meghan's wedding, I mean, he walked like a military man, straight as a rod, and uh, a nice-looking man for sure. And people have good things to say about him. They also say that um, he was a bit sharp in his criticisms, didn't have a great relationship with son Charles, but 
None of us is perfect, that is for sure. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. Kevin in Bolton, hi, you're next. Hello. Hello, what's on your mind, Kevin? Yes, uh, tell people keep trying because I'm 64, my wife's 62, and on March 23rd, I heard that 60 and over, we're going to get the shot. So I went online, and I went, and it said pharmacy. I live in Peel Region. They sent me down to uh, Fertino's at Air, Highway 27 and Rexdale. But I waited, waited, no message. April 1st, still nothing. I went back online. I did it again, and it said for a Bolton, the local Bolton. These are for the pharmacy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, but then my young, a bit younger brother, he's 60, he told me, he booked him. I go, what do you mean, book? Over at the main Calvin East, we're getting the uh, the Pfizer, not the Astra, but everybody go online maybe every day because they said 60 more. That was just on Monday. I booked it last on Sunday. Yeah, gotcha. Good luck, Kevin. Uh, Thank you for calling and telling us. I'm glad you're getting the vaccine. You're absolutely right. If you live in Peel region, the number, the age of eligibility has been reduced as of this morning to 50, 50 years old. And they're hoping that by next week in Peel region, people who are 45 and older, they're going to try to reduce the age eligibility by five years every week. And in fact, in York region now, uh, the age eligibility is 45. Here in Toronto, it's 50. If you live in one of the high-risk neighborhoods, there are 111 designated high-risk neighborhoods. So if you are 50 or older in Toronto, you can get your shot at a mass clinic. Otherwise, 55 and up for AstraZeneca. And of course, uh, we're hearing more and more about these mobile teams that are going out to high-risk neighborhoods and giving shots to people as young as 18. Let's go to Diane in Innisfil. Diane, what would you like to talk about today? Good morning. This has nothing to do with Pfizer or any of the other vaccines for the um, COVID. It has to do with prepaid Visa and MasterCard cards. Oh, yes, I'm familiar. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm really familiar now. I had a $150 card, which had not expired, and I had two $50 cards, which had not expired. Went to buy my washing machine, and they wouldn't go through because they took $73 off of my $250. Who, Who took the $73? The credit card company, the gift card company. So what happens is when you buy those gift cards, although they have not expired, they take a fee every single month, even though you have paid the fee at Ah, the beginning. Okay. So I just wanted to make a lot of people aware of that because I certainly wasn't aware. I know it's written in small print on the back. Most people wouldn't stand in the store and read the small print. Mm -hmm. And a lot of kids would give that to their older parents who, you know, pretty well bought what they wanted. So they give them these prepaid gift cards. So just buyer beware. So on the basically, Visa and the Mastercard, yeah. they are not what they would they appear to be. What they appear to be. Yeah. 
$73 off of 250 is a lot of money. It is a lot of money. So Especially it, when the cards had not expired. Right. So if you get one of those or you give one of those, make sure that everybody in the circle knows that they should use it right away, right? Use it right away. Yeah. Okay. Use thanks, Diane. I didn't know that. That is great to know. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. And your show was good. Thank oh, you. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Let's go to Margot in Coburg. Yes. Hi, Jane. How Hi. are you? I'm well. Um, What's on your mind? Okay, I just want to give you my story. I kind of want to answer that question, why people uh, 60 and over aren't booking. They lowered it to 60 in my area in Coburg uh, a few days ago. Uh, I, I, got, I didn't go online. I used that, uh, that number. And um, Coburg is completely booked. Um, uh, also, Peterborough is completely booked. That will be the next closest. And... Uh, and also Trenton is completely booked. The only one that they could actually get me into is Lindsay, which is like about two hours, maybe a little more from here. So that's kind of my reason. So i am just been calling in every morning just to see if there's more available uh, vaccines. I don't know what's going on. Oh, that's a good point. So you're suggesting that uh, there, there are people in the province like yourself who are calling and trying to get appointments and they're simply not available. They're simply not available. It, it, it has been a little bit frustrating, but I, I totally understand that probably most of it is going to Toronto, mm-hmm. which is, is, I'm, I'm okay with that. But um, you can't even get through to the community center here to ask them, you know, like, when do you think new slots will be available? So mm-hmm. anyways, I just wanted to tell you that it's not that I don't want it. I've been <laughs> waiting for the age to go down. It's just, I can't get an appointment and I'm not traveling two hours. That's, that's a long way. That to is go. a long way. Yeah. Well, so, good luck. Keep keep trying. Hopefully, they'll open up more appointments or start booking a little further out. So at least you can get uh, in in the roster. Oh, that sounds good. Thank you very much, and it's been a pleasure talking to you. You too, Margot. Thanks for calling. Let's go to Kathy in Collingwood. Go ahead, Kathy. Hi there. Um, I just wanted to comment about uh, the Reed Angus poll. Um, saying that um, 63%, I think, or 65% don't support Doug Ford. They, oh yes, 65%, the wording is, a feel that Doug Ford is doing a poor job handling the pandemic. Yeah, I have to disagree. I guess I'm one of the 35%. Yeah. Um, I personally feel he's done an, an awesome job, and I think a lot of the issue right now is that the lack of vaccines, that's why we're in this situation right now. Um, which comes from the federal government. I feel that they didn't do a very good job uh, securing these vaccines because if they had, we would have been able to vaccinate so many more people. And then, you know, hopefully maybe the pandemic wouldn't have gotten to where it is right now. Well, everything I've heard from people who have actually received their shots, and I'm included in that group, uh, it has been a, a uh, not an enjoyable process, but a, fair, a seamless process, I guess, is, is fair to describe it. So I, I do hear a lot of positive out there about how things are going with the vaccine. So I certainly appreciate your comments as well. Well, I also have gotten the vaccine and it was I think that it was it was totally seamless. Uh, we did travel to the Congress Center to get it. Um, I'm, I'm Indigenous, so my husband and I were able to get it, a, get to get it at the end of March. Great. Um, but it's just, if we had more vaccines to start with, that was the whole issue with Doug Ford and his people were saying, we don't have the vaccines to give out. Yes. Well, now that, now that it's ramping up, hopefully we'll start to see the shift. Kathy, thanks for calling. 
Okay, thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Let's go to Jeff in Toronto, and then we'll need to take a quick break. Jeff, go ahead. You're on Fight Back. Okay, with regards to Prince Charles's father allegedly not getting along with him, being sure Prince Charles, sometimes people need to quit being prejudiced because you really don't know what goes on behind closed doors. For instance, revelations of Princess uh, Diana with Prince Charles that came out 20 years ago yes. were hidden from the general public until she died. True. So it's like when I separated from my mother, a lot of people didn't know that I was really the parent when I was since age two and she was a child. Mm-hmm. But people would take the beaten path, the stereotypes or preconceived notions and the latest movie they've watched and wipe it on me and assume that I must have did something wrong. Those things don't happen. Okay, Jeff, I, I take your point. Absolutely. We don't know what is happening behind closed doors uh, in terms of Philip's relationship, uh, his exact relationship with uh, Charles. It was nice to see Charles visiting him at uh, the hospital there a month or so ago, and everybody was commenting that when Charles was pulling away, he was he had teared up. So no matter what, uh, whatever that relationship was, and in, in public, they, they appeared to be fine, but uh, you're right. No parent-child relationship is perfect, and certainly Prince Philip's legacy is much more than the fact that he was a father to four, and uh, I believe around nine or ten great-grandchildren upon his passing this morning at the age of 99. We need to take a quick break, but I encourage you to call. The numbers to call on this Free-for-All Friday, the original Free-for-All Friday, is 416-360-0740. Toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer. When one considers the meaning of life, it is a struggle between alternative viewpoints of life itself. A free for all Friday. And without the ability to defend one's own viewpoint against other, perhaps more aggressive ideologies, then reasonableness and moderation could quite simply disappear. Name your topic and be as deep as you like, as long as there's a point in there somewhere. Sitting in for Libby Snymer, here is Jane Brown. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740, the original free-for-all Friday, only on Zoomer Radio. Let's go to Kathy and Caledon. Kathy, go ahead. Hello, it's Jane. Yes. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. My question is, when uh, the numbers come out uh, with positive cases, are those cases that have uh, actual symptoms or have they tested positive? Those are, um, those are positive tests. Positive tests. I, I understand. So it could be a mixture of both. Correct. With symptoms or test positive. Right. Now, yeah. now, in a lot of cases, the test will not be given unless you are symptomatic, though. I mean, there are other circumstances as well that you could be tested if you if you uh, have come in contact with somebody with COVID. So I, you know, I couldn't venture to say how what percentage of that 4,200 in the case of today would be symptomatic. Yeah. Okay. And those people would not necessarily necessarily hospitalized. Okay. Oh, but for they sure. could be at home with symptoms. Yep, absolutely. God, I understand. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay, show. thanks, Kathy. Yeah, there's a Thank lot you. of information out there. There really is. And so much of it is changing every day, especially around the vaccine rollout. It's hard for people to keep track. And 
you know, there were people even joking online during the week on social media about, you know, I'm so confused about what stores are open and what stores are closed. I'll just go and see if the door opens, you know, and and that way I'll know. I mean, it has changed a lot. And uh, here in the city of Toronto, in the region of Peel, we have been in some form of a lockdown since November 22nd. Who would have thought when that when we went into lockdown on November 22nd that it would still be going here uh, at the end of the first week of April? Let's go to Norm in Cambridge, my hometown. Hi, Norm. Hi, Jane. Um, just wanted to call in saying my wife and I had the... Uh Pfizer uh, first shot uh, over a week ago, and then I'm hearing the you know the AstraZeneca people are concerned and all that. Just to let you know, I would not have whatever uh, vaccine was coming our way, we would have taken it in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And also, when we got our Pfizer, we um, we had a sore arm for a couple of days, both of us. So that's just normal vaccines going into your arm. Uh, piercing a muscle, and you're going to have a little soreness for a couple of days. So, I wouldn't have people being concerned of uh, of that. Yeah, that was that was my only symptom with the AstraZeneca yeah, shot we, as well. Yeah, yeah, we had the same thing. So, uh, but just to say, I think everybody that's uh, contemplating having it or not having, everybody should get there. It's a it's a world crisis, and we need to do our part. Absolutely. Thank you, Norm. Thanks for yeah. that. Welcome, Jane. That's Bye-bye. what that's what all the poli- political leaders and medical experts are saying. Uh, the best shot for you is the one that you can get in your arm. Doesn't matter which one you're offered. First, take that particular shot. And uh, AstraZeneca has gotten a bit of a bad rap because of literally a few dozen cases out of some 10 million in Europe where there were adverse reactions with blood clots, mostly among younger people and mostly among younger women. And that's why AstraZeneca at the moment in Canada is only being given to people who are 55 and older. This is Zoomer Radio's Free For All Friday on uh, Fight Back. Every Friday, we take your calls from noon to one. Let's go to John in Woodbridge. Hi, John. Hi, Jane. Is this Jane? This is. Thank you very much for you. Every morning, 5.30, I hear the news from you. 6, 6, 30. God bless you. You're doing a good job. Oh, thank you, John. Can I ask you one more question? Sure. Years ago, you used to work 1010 station, the Correct. radio. Yep. I see you once, you on the, maybe 15 years ago on the saw, uh, on the TV once. You used to have a, a long, black hair, long hair, right? Well, it's, lo- it's not black, but it's, yeah, it's long, yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. That's the one. Uh, I never see you on the TV before that. 15 years ago, 1010, for some reason you come on. Okay. Thank you very much okay. again. God bless you. Thank you, John. Bye-bye. That's the president of my fan club, I guess. <laughs> Thanks for calling. 416-360-0740. Toll-free 1-866-744-740. Let's get back to the calls. Murray and Malton, it's your turn. Hi, Gene. Uh, the visor shot. I had no problems with it whatsoever. Everybody's saying the, about a sore arm. No. No. Oh, well, I, I feel where the needle went in, but uh-huh. sore, no. Right. I, I compared uh, my shot to like when you get the flu shot. The next day you have just a, maybe a little bit of tenderness, right? Yeah. See, but you I didn't even have that. that. 
I, I was surprised, actually. I haven't had a needle in like 15 years, yeah. so I was actually surprised. But yeah, no pain, no nothing. I just, just I, I could feel where the needle went in for a couple hours. Well, but anyway, the reason why uh-huh. I called is the, uh, the what I, th- I see wrong with Doug Ford is he relies on us to do the right thing too much, I think. But that may may change now. Yes, uh, that has been a criticism for sure, that um, he's expecting of people uh, what maybe should be implemented by government. I mean, the whole thing with Yorkdale last weekend, getting upset that people went to Yorkdale when his own guidelines allow for Yorkdale to have been open last weekend. I think that's the kind of thing you're referencing. Yes, I think so. But uh, when Quebec shut everything down totally, right, everybody here was going, oh, I better not do it here. So I don't think he did that because of that. Yeah, I know he's right? he's been, he has been trying, and again, I'm sure in his mind, absolutely, he's been trying to do the right thing. Uh, I do have to give credit to the critical care doctors who have been telling the stories of what's been going on in the ICUs, how the patients, the COVID patients are getting younger and the virus is getting more severe and it's changing. So I really think that their calls heightened public awareness about what was going on. And uh, I'm sure Doug Ford felt that pressure. And I think people are behind this stay-at-home order for the most part. I I agree with you there. The, the, The handful of people, and this is the biggest problem, the handful of people that aren't paying attention are the age group that's going to end up in the ICUs. I know it's 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 bad. It really is, and and they will tell you these doctors that this is a different disease than in the first wave. Murray, thanks for calling in. Yes, have a good day. You too. Let's go to Mark in Markham. Go ahead, Mark. Hi. Um, I was at um, a store. I use my credit card. This is cohesive with the previous caller about five calls ago. And when they wanted to give me a refund, they said that it has to go back on my card instead of cash. From now on, I'm using cash, cash is king, because if I get a refund, it goes straight into my hand, as opposed to what happened, which is the following. I went to Walmart and Nike store, warehouse, uh, whatever it's called in um, uh, Woodbridge, uh, some mall up there, I forgot, this warehouse mall. And in both cases, for a grand total of $500, I did not find it on my credit card five, 10 or 15 or 20 days later, although they told me I should check in five three, five, or ten days, and I, I, didn't, I didn't find the money back on my card. So cash is king. Um, we should not go digital. I don't trust it. The system fails us, as you people see historically, year after year, month after week after week. Secondly, with regards to, um, with regards to this vaccination talk, I realize that a lot of Toronto news, no disrespect, um, maybe it's not your fault, I'm not blaming you, they don't really from they don't really show the whole angle of what's going on. I think I listened to something called Air or Sky News in Australia, mm-hmm. and they have a lot of very shocking things that are happening. And it's not the fear mongering, fear porn, or hyped up anything that I'm hearing in the news over here. Where it's scared, scared demicking people. I'm sorry, I'm making up words. It's um, the first month that the Pfizer came out it was giving people uh, false positives for HIV and in Delaware. The last night, I think it was state of Delaware. Uh, they had to shut down a mother load of um, clinics that were injecting people because people were fainting, dropping, so forth and so on. At least to my worries, not that I trust this RNA vaccination. It's not a traditional vaccination. It's pain in my shoulder. I'm talking about real stuff. Okay, Mark, I'm going to let you go. You, you've got a lot of different topics happening there. Um, 
I'm not exactly sure what the connection is between what you were talking about, but I do appreciate the call. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. Doreen in Kingston, welcome to Fight Back. Go ahead. Yes, um, love your show. Thank you. Um, I'm uh, speaking out for uh, Doug Ford. My thoughts are... The man is caught in between his sincere uh, attempt to keep the frontline workers safe and the ICU departments from not um, exhausting everybody, uh, and yet uh, emotionally caring about his decisions um, financially for the restaurant and the food industry. Um, before Biden, uh, he was the only one that I could see when he talked about uh, people being hurt over this and their businesses dying, he when he was speaking, he was very emotional. So he's, he's caught in between. Um, and uh, whatever he does, he, he's trying to please everybody and keep the restaurants above board and, and keeping the ICU departments from um, and, and the frontline workers, um, all the care people safe. Okay, I I, um, I get your drift. Yeah. Thank you for calling in, Doreen. Yeah. Appreciate your opinion. Okay. All right. Thank you. All the best to you. Let's go to George in Etobicoke. George, go ahead. Hi, Jane. This is the first time I'm calling. Oh, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> you have a great day. I uh, I love listening to your uh, station. It's a privilege to uh, get through to you. Oh, great. Thank you. I, I try to book my appointment at the Etobicoke uh, General. Mm-hmm. And uh, they told me it's it's booked, it's booked, uh, or you know, or just hung up, and, you know, called back, called back. But I had a doctor's appointment on Wednesday, so I went to uh, see my doctor. I finished with the doctor. I saw the lineup when I came in. It was uh, for the uh, getting the vaccination, and when I finished with the doctor, there was no lineup. So I went uh, to the front and I said, uh, you know. I uh, tried to book in, so they booked me in, signed it up, went to get my shot, and that was it. Those people that were had the booking, where were they? Uh, interesting. So you got the shot because of your own uh, advocacy for yourself. That's right. Yeah. Well, I, you know, all the way along, it seems like it's starting to change, but all the way along, it has been a bit of a free-for-all. I mean, you really have to fight for yourself to get to get the vaccine and that's exactly what you did. Exactly because you know I mean I saw all the I saw the, the short lineup when I went there and was uh, no you know I said well I finished with my uh, cardiologist and I went uh, went there and I had no problem. And when I was leaving, there was still nobody behind me. Right. Well, it's just like we were um, chatting with a pharmacist this week. And I'll let you go, George. Thank you for calling. Uh, chatting with the pharmacies this a pharmacist this week uh, about getting a, an AstraZeneca shot in the drugstore. And their suggestion was just call your local drugstore or go and have a visit, mask up, go in and see if you can get a shot because sometimes they will give you a shot if you're a walk-in. Uh, sometimes if you can talk to the pharmacy at an independent pharmacist, uh, pharmacy, 
uh, then you can get an appointment simply by talking directly to the pharmacist. That was the case for myself and my husband. We went to a small independent and got our shot last Sunday. So you do. You have to advocate for yourself. But still, uh, the best way to, to try initially is to go online to Ontario.ca slash book a vaccine. Ontario.ca slash book vaccine or the hotline 1-888-999-6488. 1-888-999-6488. Okay, we need to take a quick break and then we're back with our final segment of Free for All Friday and more of your calls. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight back with Libby's Nimer, a free for all Friday. Step up, say your piece, and we promise not to interrupt. Just be lively about it. We have a lot of listeners hanging on your every word. Sitting in for Libby's Nimer, here is Jane Brown. Libby is off this week. Great to have you here. And by the way, if you missed a segment of Fight Back during the week, we have two shows that run on the weekend hosted by yours truly, 1230 on Saturday, 1230 on Sunday. The best of Fight Back, the best moments from our conversations here during the week. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. Let's go to Pat in Etobicoke. Go ahead. Hi, Pat. Are you still there? I know you've been waiting for a while. Oh, it's okay. Okay, go ahead. Thank you for taking my call. I just want to let people know that Rob Ford has been trying to please everybody, and you can't do that. And the big people, big businesses like uh, Costco and Walmart, they give a lot of taxes, okay, to our, the provincial or whatever, and they've been sounding off that the, you know, keep us open, keep us open, the business is open. No, I'm really happy to hear that now Walmart is closed except for necessities. Right, exactly. And a lot of people are saying that yeah. Doug Ford should have done that right from the beginning. Ah, uh, uh, but yes. Doug Ford was looking at keeping the conservatives in power. He was also looking at um, the focus on all this. these businesses that are saying, well, you know, if you shut us down, maybe uh, we'll uh, get you the next time around. Well, it's, no. hard, it's hard to know what's going on behind the scenes, but certainly I take your point and I appreciate your opinion. I know a lot of people are pleased to see that the... Uh, non-essential items have been roped off, are no longer for sale at Walmart and Costco, uh, the big box stores. It's an even playing field, uh, much much, uh, much more fair uh, for the small retailers that have been forced to close their doors yet again and uh, only deal in curbside pickup and online orders. Let's go to Bob in East York. Hi, Bob. You're on Zoomer Radio's Free For All Friday. Hi, Jane. Thanks for taking my call. Uh-huh. Uh, I had the uh, Astra rather the Pfizer first dose about a month ago. And um, I was told at the time that I could get the second dose. Uh, but now they're telling me that I might have to wait 16 weeks. Yes. Uh, on my Android phone, when I go onto Google, it, it tells me the CDC and WHO are both saying six weeks maximum. 
you know, originally it was supposed to have manufacturers. Um, definition was that it should be ideally four weeks, but I think in January, if I'm not mistaken, there was a shortage in UK and Canada, so they sent it to six weeks. Well, now my question is, if it's going to be 16 weeks for my first dose, how effective is that going to be? And are the, is there any medical information to suggest that well, after 16 weeks, I know I, I do. Dose will be effective. I yeah. hear what you're saying. Uh, just yeah. this week, uh, the members of the National Advisory Committee on Immunization came out and said that they feel confident that the four months between the first and second doses uh, will not decrease the efficacy of the vaccine. So that is what our national board is saying. That is the advice that is being heeded in Canada. So we can really only go by that, Bob. We're all in the same boat. I, I, I know what you're saying, but we've all gotten yeah. a date four months yeah. out, me included. Yeah. I got my vaccine April 4th and they told me August 4th, but that it might be sooner, depending on, you know, if we can get a lot more mm-hmm. of these shipments coming in, then maybe those of us uh, who have our first shots can get the second shot sooner. Well, there's a lot of confusion. And uh, I've heard that there's uh, over a million, I don't know whether that's in Ontario or across Canada, of the uh, Pfizer that is in freezers and hasn't been allocated. So, it seems to me there's a lot of confusion. There is a lot of confusion. There is a there, there is. So I guess we just have to yeah, hope for the best. And, exactly. You know. And stay All safe right. in the meantime. Thank okay, you, Bob. Thanks, thanks for calling. Let's go to Beth in Scarborough. Beth, what's in your mind today? Um, I would just like to thank everybody at the uh, Malvern Recreation Center. My spouse and I went there on Monday to get our uh, first Pfizer shot. And uh, they couldn't have been better there. Um, Someone was with us the whole time, leading us to the next station. And uh, it was so well run and organized. And just a big thank you to them. It It was just fine. That is great. Beth, do you mind me asking how old you are? I'm 67. So did you register through the online portal, the hotline? How did you go yeah, about it? We went on the uh, online um, system and we had no problem. We're not very good with computers, but we had no problem oh, figuring it out. Well, that is great. Thanks for the call. And, but I also would just like to remind people, if I may, that if their mask is not covering their nose, it's not protecting them or anybody else. I know. What is it with the people that don't put the mask over their nose? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for calling. Thank you. <laughs> 416-360-0740. Toll-free 1-866-744-740. About 10 more minutes to go here on Free For All Friday. You can still pick up a line by giving us a call, 416-360-0740 or 1-866-744-740. Barry in North York. Hi, how are you? I'm great, Jean. How are you doing? Oh, good. What's on your mind? Well, first of all, I'm the vice president of your fan club. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I love it on YouTube when you are actually hosting the show and you talk right to us. You look right at the camera. It's like you're talking right to me. There is a camera right in front of my microphone here. So on zoomerradio.ca, our uh, live video stream, um, I do. I am talking to you right now, Barry. It's wonderful. Um So what I wanted to say is I think because this is an unprecedented situation that has not happened since 1918, we all have to think differently, especially our leaders. 
and put our mindset into whatever it takes to get rid of this, we do it. Forget the economy. And if we think that way, we wouldn't be shopping at Yorkdale. We wouldn't mm-hmm. have to have our government tell us, don't go shopping for as non-essentials as Yorkdale. You'd be thinking, I'm not going to do that because this is an unprecedented situation. So we have to think differently like the New Zealand prime minister did. She's great. And Taiwan and a number of others, they, they put the hammer down real quick and soon and bang. And that's what we have to do. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I wanted to end with a quick joke because everybody's got to put a smile on their face with this COVID-19. Right? Okay, Barry, lay it on us. <laughs> okay. There's um, a person goes in to buy a parrot and uh, says, how much for the red one? That's $10,000. $10,000, why so much for a parrot? Well, what does he do? Well, he not only talks, but he also is good on the phone. How much for the blue one? That's $20,000. Why so much more? What does he do? Well, he talks, and he also moves on the phone. He's also good on the computer. How much for the big um, yellow one in the corner? Oh, that's $50,000. $50,000? Why so much for that one? What does he do? Well, we haven't really figured that one out yet, but the other two call him boss. <laughs> that's good, Barry. Thanks for the laugh. Okay. Have all, a good weekend. All the best. Stay safe. Four one six three six zero zero seven forty. Toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. Is this Edie or Eddie in Toronto? Hi, Eddie or Edie? Oh, hi, it's Eddie. <laughs> Eddie, uh, hi. Go ahead. Uh, hi, Jane. I, I registered online on March the twelfth for my eighty-two-year-old sister. Okay. And she got her vaccine on March 19th at 3.45 at St. Michael's Hospital. This was uh, through the uh, Toronto's vaccine rollout plan, the pilot plan. Okay, just turn your radio down there a little bit, Eddie. We can hear the delay in the background. Oh, all right. Um, But the the thing is, uh, when she was vaccinated, she asked when she was going to get her second dose. And she was told uh, sometime in July, Mm -hmm. but we'll let you know. Mm -hmm. But all my friends, I'm 70, I'm 76, and I had my vaccine, uh, my vaccination uh, in uh, on, on March the 26th. Um, and and I was given, I was given uh, my my second dose in writing, and so did my other friends about in the same age group. Okay, and also uh, uh, my some relatives. But why my sister? She, she's now so worried that she might fall through the cracks, and and she might not be. Uh, because she doesn't have anything in writing. Oh, I see. Well, I think the best way to follow up would be the way you made the first vaccine. Uh, maybe once we're three months or a couple of months beyond her first dose, mm-hmm. uh, just go just go back through the same channel and with all of her information because it will be in the provincial system. Oh, okay. Now okay. this was in the this was a pilot. Uh, well, that's fine. It's it's all in the system. the The province has it logged mm-hmm. because you have to show your health card before you get your shot. So all of that information is in the provincial system. That's why they're able to tell right down to the single dose how many people have received a dose in the province. Yes, I understand. Yeah, that. but the thing is, with her, she didn't get her her date and time, and and everybody else did. Right. So she's now worried. Well, so, I, uh, I would just backtrack and, backtrack and see if you can get the information. Okay. okay. Okay, all the best to you. Let's go to Colleen in Oakville. Go ahead, Colleen. Oh, good afternoon. I'm calling because I have a sister who's 58 and a brother-in-law who's 59. Mm -hmm. 
They desperately want to get the Pfizer vaccine. Is there any place they can book now or do they have to wait? They live in Peel. They're in Peel? Well, they're good to go. But they only get the AstraZeneca. No, um, uh, as of today in the region of Peel, you can be as young as 50 to get a vaccine in one of the clinics in Peel. So most likely that will be the Pfizer vaccine. And do you know uh, which clinic or? Well, what they do is they they go right onto the main site, Ontario.ca slash book vaccine, enter your postal code, and it will take you to the public health unit uh, uh, where you live. I've been trying to do that Mm -hmm. and it won't let me book um, a, a clinic. It only takes you to drugstores. Because it's not a hot zone area. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, well, you, Peel region is supposed to be for everyone 50 and up as of today. Right, and they can go and get the Pfizer, just that I can't find anywhere on the internet that allows me to book a clinic for them to go to. Well, why don't you try the hotline number, Colleen, and see how you do with that? Because at least then you could talk to a person about the situation. Was that the one eight eight nine nine nine? Yeah, eight 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 nine 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 six four eight eight. Well, I'll try calling okay. again. I tried that and I couldn't get through there either. Okay. Well, good but luck you to you. Think, thank you. Okay. All Bye the now. best. I know everybody. Uh, Everybody's trying to get an appointment, um, and it sounds like maybe the reason why some sixty-five year old people and older haven't gotten it is because they can't get get through or the bookings are all filled up like was the case with our Coburg caller there earlier in the hour. Let's go to Patricia in Thornhill. Go ahead, Patricia. Hi, I turned on the radio and I heard a person say cash is king. And I thought it was really important that I call to say that I have been gypped twice by cashiers when I use cash. The last time I gave a large bill and I counted my money there and I was $10 short and I stood there as the clerk became busy, but then I pointed it out and she gave me my $10. The time before that, I was at a grocery store. I was gypped by $5 and the clerk who was serving me gave me my change, and left the cashier to go and speak to another cashier. And I stood there. And when he turned around, he said, oh, $5. I said, yes. So I'm just, I had to call Mm. to tell seniors, count your change if you use cash. Okay, that is good advice. Thank you, Patricia. You're welcome. We've got time for maybe one more call. How about Merrill in North York? Go ahead, Merrill. Hi, how are you? Fine, thanks. What's on your mind? Good. Well, this is very serious. Um, I just came out of No Frills at Finch and Don Mills, and this, this goes for all the stores I've been in. People are walking around. They might have their masks on when they go in the door, and some don't, but the masks are down, including people working in the store, handling produce and so on, and it's everywhere, and nothing is being done. And this is a, I think, you know, shutting down things is one thing, but not doing anything, and the people who work here saying we're not allowed to say anything to these people is too much already because this 
this is never going to end. Right. No, I hear what you're saying. I guess maybe going straight to the manager. Uh, no, the manager had his down. Oh, the manager had his down, too. Okay, well, I would go somewhere else to shop. <laughs> And no, it's I, everywhere. I went to the shops in Don Mills Metro, same thing. Okay, well, thank you for calling, Meryl. Um, I, I haven't seen that myself, but I appreciate that different stores uh, have different uh, scenarios happening. But you'd like to think, for the most part, that people have their masks up and over their nose and are distancing and are practicing hand washing, et cetera, et cetera. We've come to the end of another Free For All Friday, the original Free For All Friday. Jane for Libby, I really appreciate you joining me this past hour. Do me a favor this weekend. Stay safe and stay home. All the best. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.